Yes, I was hoping you would tune into this episode today because I know you want to have a lot of cool things happen in your life. Whether it's the end of this year or the beginning of next year or the middle of the summer, there's a time frame that you've got in your mind by which you'd like to have some things. You'd like to manifest some greatness. You'd like to have something that's in your mind come to fruition. You'd like to see that happen. And today, I'm going to teach you how you can begin to manifest just about anything you want in your life. So thanks so much for tuning in. All right, I want to read you a quote about manifestation that really confused me. And I'm wondering if maybe you're a little bewildered by the process of what it means to manifest something. So here's the quote. And this is from a phenomenal author, an author that I love, Gabby Bernstein. And this is from her book. Manifesting is the process of vibrating at a higher frequency so that you become a vibrational match with the universe and you can co-create your world. I love this author. I love her books. And I have lots of friends who talk about manifesting and higher vibrations and, I don't know, just kind of some woo-woo concepts that I have to tell you, like when I hear universe and things like that, I get it. But I guess because of my faith, I always want to hear God. Now, if you would rather hear universe, that's cool. I don't think it really matters so much as long as you're receiving the message. And for me, I have to think of God. And if you need to think of universe, God bless you. I mean, universe bless you, <laughs> whatever it is. Some of the stuff that was just so woo-woo for me that it kind of used to turn me off until I saw the movie, The Laws of Attraction. Now, the movie, The Laws of Attraction is very powerful, but I also think that there were some pieces of that movie that I didn't connect with. And I felt like there was this whole separate part two that was missing, which was the, okay, I'm thinking about all these things, but I don't get it. How does it just come to me? As you probably know, I spend a lot of time reading and finding ways that I can improve my mindset, that I can improve the beliefs that I have because I've learned through experience that I can do it. The more positive framed my thinking is, the more positive my beliefs are, the better my life becomes. Whether it's prosperity or relationships, abundance, having peace in my life, all of those things, I had to figure out where I had a misaligned belief. In other words, if you don't believe that you deserve something, you'll never have it. So even though for many years, I desperately wanted to feel peace, I didn't believe that I deserved it. I believed that the only way I deserved any love was if I was killing myself and burning the candle at both ends. So until I changed that belief, I was never actually going to experience peace. So the first thing we want to talk about, there's so many cool things. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this episode. Okay, there's so many cool things that are going to happen to you in the very near future because I'm gonna teach you how to make this happen. And it starts with first recognizing what negative beliefs you have around that which you want. But before we even get to that which you want, let's talk about what that means. So what it is you want to manifest. Oftentimes we confuse that with what things do I want to have? And we get really specific. Now, this is different from goal setting, okay? So that's the very first thing you have to understand is that manifesting is different from goal setting. With goal setting, as you've learned from 
maybe either your push goal or from listening to many of the episodes I've done on goal setting. With goal setting, you have to be very specific about what it is you want to accomplish. For example, it doesn't help you in any way to say, I want to be healthier. It's just too vague. You have to be incredibly specific because the brain needs specificity. So you have to say very specific things like, rather than I just want to be healthy, you would need to say, I want to reduce my body fat by 2%. I want to wake up and exercise before 7 a.m., four days a week. So very specific. But when it comes to manifesting, manifestation isn't about a thing or a specific goal. It's about a feeling. Okay, let that sink in for a moment. It is about a feeling. Manifesting what you want isn't about being ridiculously happy. It's about owning that there's a way that you want to feel. Specificity as it relates to what it is you want to manifest means that you need to be very specific about what it is you want to feel and then living, believing, and behaving in a way that's in alignment with what it is you want to feel. Not behaving, believing, and thinking about what you're feeling in this moment, but believing, living, feeling, and behaving in a way that's consistent with what it is you want to feel. You need to be very specific about that feeling and not what it's going to take for you to experience that. So in other words, you almost have to let go of the controlling nature we all have about how things need to turn out in order for us to feel that way. Let me give you an example. If you're thinking to yourself, I want to feel secure. I want to feel less stressed. And the only way that's going to happen is if my husband gets this promotion or if my business reaches X amount of dollars by December. So you in your mind have a feeling that you've identified, great, you did that part, excellent, high five, I got you, girl. But then you said in your mind, and maybe you don't even realize you're doing this, I'm gonna help you understand that that's what you're gonna have to let go of. In your mind, you're thinking, and I know I will feel that way if X, Y, Z happens. Well, that will not manifest the feeling for you. Manifesting what it is you want to feel starts with focusing on what you have right now that gives you a little bit of that feeling. Forget about what you haven't done. Forget about what you don't have. Forget about what hasn't happened. Forget about what isn't going right. Focus on what you have right now that's already giving you a little bit of that feeling that you want. Focus on the good things. Focus on that and you'll drop more of that for you. I swear this works. It doesn't work though if you're focused on all the things you don't have. It doesn't work if you're trying to control the outcome. If you're thinking about, okay, well, this needs to happen on this date and I need so-and-so to cooperate and do this. And well, if this happens, well, then for sure I'll feel that way. But if this doesn't happen, that you've got to let go of that. And that's where faith is such an integral part of this. It is your faith in God, it is your faith in the universe, whatever you want to call it, but you have to let go of thinking that you can control or that you need to control the outcome in order for you to manifest this feeling. Worrying about and trying to control those things is a complete waste of time. It just, it does not work. That is not the way God works. That is not the way the universe works. It isn't going to get you anywhere trying to worry about it, trying to control it, trying to influence other people. It's only going to make you stressed out and tired 
you are far better off doing something, anything else with your time, most specifically focusing on what you already have, what's already working in your favor. Even tough times can be a major blessing in disguise. I mean, the blessings are there. You can call it a blessing in disguise. I just think it's the blessings are there. You just need to look a little harder for them, especially if you want to thrive. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with the term cognitive dissonance. And this is a term that simply describes how our brains work when we have a belief. So if we believe that things are really crappy in our marriage, if we believe that 2020 has been the most horrific year of our lives, if we believe that the world is unsafe and unpredictable and people are not to be trusted, if we believe those things, then what our brains do to protect us is we're constantly looking for evidence or proof of it. Like, because depending on when you're listening to this, we're in the middle of a political season, which I hate talking about politics. I don't even let my husband talk about politics, even if it's just to me. I'm like, zip it. Because what happens is our egos are so strong that even if the opposite side makes a really good point, we cannot hear it. We will spend every loving moment of the day or watching the news looking for things that support our beliefs. That's that cognitive dissonance, meaning we'll ignore things that defy common sense. We'll ignore anything that goes against our belief. Therefore, now let's remove this from politics and apply it to your own life. Therefore, if you believe you have a crappy marriage, then you're going to ignore any momentary sign that you're actually in a pretty decent marriage. You'll ignore the fact that you've been together for a long time. You'll ignore all of the positives. You'll ignore all of that because you're looking for anything that supports your belief. Now we do this, we think, to protect ourselves, but ironically, we actually hurt ourselves. If you think that you don't deserve money, if you think that people can't be trusted and that they're gonna steal from you or that you've gotta work really hard and that you'll always be broke, Not only will you look for proof of this, here's the catch, you'll actually behave in ways unknowingly, subconsciously, that support that belief. If you believe I will always be overweight, if you believe, man, I've just hit menopause and now I've just got this thick tire around my center and my skin looks horrible and my hair is not cooperating. If you believe all those things, you'll begin to start behaving in such a way that makes those things more likely. It's crazy. And you'll ignore anything that is contrary to your belief. So that is how our actions begin to support things that don't support us. Our actions, when we have a negative belief, and we're trying to block out anything that goes against that negative belief, then we start behaving in ways that supports that negative belief. And then we start to see more of that negative belief. And then we're like, oh, there's more evidence of it. So our cognitive dissonance, our negative cognition gets stronger and stronger. This is interesting to note because you can do the exact opposite. Yes, your brain is that powerful. You can do the exact opposite and begin to align your actions with your desired feeling. So what is that feeling you want to have? I can allow you to put some specificity around like in the next three months, I want to feel super at peace about XYZ situation. I want to feel happy in my marriage. I want to feel blessed by my children's decisions, whatever it is. 
Think about that desired feeling. I want you to pick like one particular area where you know exactly what you'd like to feel about that area. Not what you'd like to have happen, just what you wish you could feel. All right, got that? Now imagine what your actions would need to look like, how you would need to behave, not just in order for that to happen, but how you would be behaving if that were already happening. Because it is. That feeling that you desire, it's already there. You just need to pay more attention to it. Manifesting it isn't about having complete control or satisfying all of our short-term desires. True manifestation isn't even about getting what it is we think that we want. Instead, it's about recognizing that what it is that is coming to us and what it is that we have is for our highest good. It's what God intended for us. It's what God or the universe planned for you because it's for your best interest. The way you can begin to manifest even more of this feeling in your life is by letting go of that need to control things and to open up your heart and your soul to receive that which is already coming to you and to hear the guidance that you're getting from the universe, from God, like there are things that are landing in your path that you're questioning and you're trying to control them and turn them and twist them, but this was all meant for your your highest good. I know that this is asking you to behave differently and to think differently and to even to let go, stop trying to control things. I know that that's a big ask. And I say that because I'm a bit of a control freak. I like to think of myself as a reformed control freak because as I've grown older and wiser, I realize I get to experience more. I get to manifest peace in my life by letting go of my need to control things. I've learned to evaluate that which is actually important, that which I actually have some control over, and that which I don't. And I'm never going to change things. And I'm never going to be happy trying to control that. And my efforts to do that in the past never resulted in peace. I've just been able to manifest this feeling in my life, like this joy and happiness when I've stopped worrying about everyone and everything else and stop trying to control and change and, you know, make people believe something that they're not ready to believe. Like I've literally just stopped trying to change people's minds who weren't ready to hear it. I've stopped trying to influence other people's opinions or beliefs. I don't have arguments. I'm a very opinionated person, but I've learned that I experience far more peace if I can know my own truth and not try to persuade somebody else to it, because that's theirs to figure out. It's theirs to find out. And I've learned that I wasted too many years and too much time trying to control the outcome of things, which I really had no control over. I can't make another person happy. It's not my responsibility. I don't need to worry about what other people think of me. And trying to control that is a waste of time because people are going to think what people are going to think. I don't need to control the actions and behaviors of the people that I love. I just need to love them and be grateful when things work out the way they were intended to. And a lot of times that has nothing to do with maybe what I visualized in my head, but what I am learning I need to do 
is to spend a lot more time instead of thinking about a specific outcome, like a number of dollars or a certain number of sales or people doing a certain something, people responding a certain way. Like instead of trying to control the outcome of something, I just stay very attached to the feeling I want to feel. And then I'm asking myself, even when things get out of control, okay, how can I respond to this in a way? How can I behave in a way that's going to help me manifest that feeling that I want? And I've got to create that experience. I know what it is I want to feel. So by me getting agitated and arguing or obsessing or worrying or fill in the blank, will I be able to live feeling that way? Or am I moving myself further away from that? Because it's my responsibility and it is within my control to manifest that feeling. Isn't that so cool? Like how cool is it that you have the ability to control your feelings? There's this meme, or I guess you could call it an Instagram post that I've been seeing going around lately, and I liked it, and I do like it. The caption reads, in fact, I think I'm going to do a spinoff on that this week, but the caption reads, it's okay not to be okay, which I think is true. I support that. And the first time I read that, I thought, yeah, that's a really nice sentiment. But I also feel like we've taken it way too far. We've taken it so far that, yeah, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. And no one said that you being unhappy is supposed to be part of your identity. I think we've made it like I hear everyone talking about their anxiety and their sadness and their depression. And, and you know, that which we talk about, that which we focus on is what we experience more of. I fear that we've shifted from a place where, you know, maybe it was taboo to talk about depression or sadness or anxiety to now it's like something we wear like a badge of honor, which, again, I'm not trying to suggest that we should shame anyone who feels these things or nor am I suggesting we should brush them under the rug or not acknowledge when we're sad or acknowledge when we're going through a tough time. But I do think it's a slippery slope. And I do fear that we've so normalized the idea of being sad or having anxiety or not feeling okay that we have forgotten to remind people that that's a temporary state and you shouldn't have to stay there. You don't need to stay there. And you have the power and the control and the resources and people to reach out to to get help because not being okay is normal, but it's not okay to stay there. And it's not okay to make that your identity. That which we focus on grows. You know that to be true. So what is it you want to manifest in your life? And how do you need to act in alignment with that belief, with that feeling? Who do you need to become in order to see that happening in your life? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to focus on in order to bring more of that feeling to you? It's about reaching for happier thoughts. It's about reaching for people who uplift you. It's about recognizing all of the blessings that you have. It's about seeing that thing that you want to feel, that feeling, seeing it happening already in so many small pockets within your life. It's climbing up the ladder of better thoughts and knowing you have the power to manifest that feeling. Things are pointless. Money, it's great. It's awesome. But if it's something you desperately want, then you're trying to control it. 
If instead you know that you are abundantly blessed, prosperity is yours. If you know that more good is coming your way, so many blessings you can hardly count them, and that's what you're focused on, that is what you will get more of. I guarantee you that. I am so abundantly blessed right now by the number of five-star reviews for this podcast. I don't even know what to do. There's just more and more five-star reviews coming in. More and more of you are looking down at your phone and realizing, you know what? I've been listening to these episodes, but I never subscribed to the show. See how that works? This stuff works. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. I just want to mention to those of you who are on Instagram and trying to grow your Instagram, you probably know that Brock and I did a five-day challenge. It was $27. And it was insane. We had like 5,000 people go through it and they were blown away. But what we've decided to do since then is for the very same price, offer people a 30-day experience. It's called Insta Club Hub. And it's for those of you who have a small following or a large following, you've got tons of questions about Instagram. It is everything you could possibly ever need to know about Instagram. We go live twice a month. If you miss the live, it's recorded. This is an amazing membership site where once you become a member, once you join, you can log in and like any question you have, you just type it in and it will populate an answer for you that Brock or I have created very recently. And if the answer doesn't pop up, then your question will be emailed to us and we'll either record a voicemail or a video or a written reply explaining to you how to do whatever it is. Like maybe you can't figure out how to get music on your reels or how do I get a swipe up if I don't have 10,000 followers or how do I put a link in my IGTVs? Like every question you could have, like how do I promote my products if I'm in a network marketing organization and I don't want to turn people off? How do I get new followers? Everything you could ever possibly need to know about Instagram is covered for you. You get two top Instagram experts for less than a dollar a day. Hey, I want you to check it out, okay? I know you'll love it. Go to instaclubhub.com. Again, it's instaclubhub.com. And I'd love to have you join us. Mm -hmm.